Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome to another episode of Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985 Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. And it's just back to Ben and I this week. It is. It's just you and I. <laughs> and we are on minute 10. We are. Claus and Anya are looking off into the distance. We see the North Star with that Christmas tree-shaped beam of light in the uh, in the background. Yes. Something of a magical aura of Borealis. <laughs> Ooh, fancy, fancy. It's from the book. I didn't make it up. <laughs> Now, as the minute starts, we'll just dive right in. Yeah, yeah. Not not a lot in Santa Claus the movie news this week. Right, yeah. It's just, you know, let's just go right ahead. See what happens. <laughs> so as the minute starts, it's actually kind of clever because we're looking at the the light mm-hmm. from the Claus's point of view. Right. And, like, the music almost sounds a little menacing because you don't know what's coming yeah. towards them. It could be menacing or magical. Like, it's it, the music could be either way. Well, as it gets closer and closer, yeah. it gets more whimsical. Yeah. But at the beginning, they're not quite sure what they're looking at because no. out of focus or just waking up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clever. And coming f- towards them like these orbs of light. And as they get closer, the picture gets more and more in focus. Mm-hmm. And we see it is a whole herd, a whole <laughs> gaggle <laughs> of little men. Yep. A whole bunch of little men walking at them. <laughs> Anya seems a little more jumpy at the sight of all these... Small men coming mm-hmm. towards them. Claus is just like, I, I don't know how to explain it. He's obviously confused. I think that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, he's, he's very like, kind huh? of, he's, he's got a, like, yeah. A... He doesn't think there's anything bad. He's yeah, just yeah. kind of like, hmm. But Claus knows immediately what he's looking at. It's the Little people. We've... Yeah, so in the book, Anya... And Claus, they were clinging to another, paralyzed with feet, with terror and awe. So they were they were paralyzed. Well, that's a good way to describe that music as they start yeah. coming and, towards them. And then Anya whispers, "What? You know, like what are what are these? Like what's going on here? You know what I mean?" And Claus immediately knows it's Vendigum. Yeah, he after um, after they say welcome. Because in the book and in the comic, as the elves are walking towards them, they're all chanting welcome. You know that bump, bump, bump that you hear? In the book and in the in the comic book, I think that's supposed to be them going like, welcome, welcome, welcome. That'd be a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably why they didn't do it. <laughs> that's kind of why they went with the music instead. Yes. Because they're all saying welcome. Yes, the music is like, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And then it says a white white haired elf cried welcome, you know, like welcome, you know, like so excited and just like shrieky. And Anya gave a small muffled shriek. <laughs> well, in the movie, in the minute, she like she's like very jumpy like a yeah. cat. She's like, whoa. Yeah. While Claus is, you know, ha- has himself together. He's just like, what the heck's going on? Here? Yeah. Yeah. And then. Then Claus is the 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 he goes the the vendigum, and then Anya says the little people. Yes. Yep. And then 
one of them comes forward. Mm-hmm. He's wearing glasses. He looks like the elder of the Vendigum. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it would be safe to say, if we're going... Well, let me back up the bus a little bit. <laughs> the Vendigum, you can you know they're elves, but they bear more of a resemblance to the Seven Dwarves from Disney Snow White. Yeah. So going with that analogy, I would say this particular Vendigum, mm-hmm. he hasn't introduced himself formally quite yet. Not quite yet. But I would say he's like the doc. He even yeah. has like the little glasses, uh-huh. if you're going by the dwarf analogy. Yeah. He's like, like obviously like the leader of the pack. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves because I believe before this bespeckled <laughs> Vendigum says anything, we have our first Dudley Moore sighting. We do. We, we have do. to back up the bus. We do. A little bit. And all he says is, like, they're here or they're finally here or something. And that's it, though. He doesn't have any introduction or anything. He's just he's just one of the many elves at this point. We don't know he's anything special. Not yet. We'll take a deeper dive on the Dudley Moore elf next week. Right. So stay tuned for that. We're going to take a deep dive into Dudley Moore. Are you ready for that? No. (laughs) I have my notes. I'm ready for this. You're prepared. (laughs) So one of the first things this elf says, the elder elf with the longer beard, um, after Anya says, the little people, and Claus has said, the Vendigum, mm-hmm. he corrects them mm-hmm. and goes, we, we like to be called elves, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of curious. <laughs> Do you think the elves find the term Vendigum offensive? Like they're offended by the V word? I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, old man. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just too formal. Like maybe like that's like a formal way of saying it. And they're more kind of like relaxed. When we saw the movie last November with Gabe, he pointed out something in the car that I'd never thought about before. Um, I kind of wish he was here this week for this minute. <laughs> but he pointed out, it's like kind of weird, they spent the first, you know, nine minutes of this movie building up this mythology of Vendigum mm-hmm. for for the characters to be introduced here. You know, we know them as elves. Everybody knows them as elves. But it's like, okay, they're Vendigum in this world. And then they go, oh, we, we forget about that. We're elves. So I was like, what was the point of setting that all up? So I like, I just assumed, oh, Vendigum is an existing old, old world mythology, like a mythical creature from the old, you know, old, whatever, olden times. Mm-hmm. But every time I Google it, I've said this before, even before this episode, I Googled it and I cannot find a reference to Vendigum on the internet that does not lead you back to Santa Claus the movie or was inspired by the events of Santa Claus the movie. Right. I, I have not either. I did look into it quite a bit and I can't find anywhere anyone calling elves or uh, any mythical creature Vendigums. But I believe that the Vendigum are based off from something that does exist, but they're not called Vendigum. They're, um, now I'm going to not say these correctly because they're not English words. They are, they're, um, Danish. And so I apologize to anyone who's listening to them and I pronounce them differently, but I think they are most likely based off from the Nissi folklore, which 
is predominantly Danish, Norwegian, Swedish, and Finnish. So that region of the world is where this folklore comes from. And they are short with long white beards with conical hats with wearing like red and green and bright color clothes. And they're similar to the garden gnome. But where they differ is that uh, this folklore, they're kind of like the guardians of um, homesteaders where they kind of like mystically do chores and stuff and guard their like their person's house you know what I mean like they're kind of like guardians of a family but you don't want to make them mad then they get vengeful so that part doesn't really seem to work with this but the rest of it does so it's kind of like they took part of it and moved it into the Santa Claus elf basis story but after this you know forget about I don't think Vendigum is uttered from here on out I think right. it's all elf 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 portrait Yes. I'm an elf, elf, yes. elf, 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 elf. <laughs> so forget about everything you just learned from Granny and the villagers and Claws about Vendigum. Get this all out the window the rest of the movie. <laughs> and another thing um, about these Vendigum, they all look like normal dudes. They're no pointing ears. Mm -mm. I don't know if they have Jingle Bell shoes like the traditional Santa elves do. I don't think so. I, I think they just yeah. have regular shoes, yeah. They do have like the floppy hats, you yeah. know, sort of like the Seven Dwarves or the Smurfs. Mm-hmm. With very few exceptions, most of these guys weren't weren't actors. Right. Basically, a casting call for extras went out. And basically, the only rule was you couldn't be taller than Dudley Moore. You couldn't be taller than five foot three. So it was a very limited pool. So they had, like, mailmen and, you know. There are a lot of established, like, British actors in here for the few elves that are given anything to do. But for the most part, these are just background guys. And for the most part, the Vendigum just stand around and grin like goofballs. None of them really have, like, distinguishing personalities. And we'll get into that as we go along. Besides Patch, who, spoiler, is the Dudley Moore elf. I guess we can, I guess we can say that now. Mm -hmm. he's we'll not, be talking he's not, about him in yeah, the next he, He's minute. formally introduced in the next minute. Yeah. But he's pretty much the only elf besides Dooley here. Mm -hmm. I believe he does introduce himself as Dooley. I think I can call him Dooley. I believe he says I'm the one they call Dooley. Yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> we've seen this movie so many times and like, and going through it minute by minute is, this is going to be our opportunity to pinpoint what elf is which. Right. Because, you know, you hear multiple names, but you never remember which one is which because they're just so quick and they don't, they don't have real like separate personalities other than like three you know, and then that's it. So we'll, we'll see how many names we can actually find and who they are. We'll put a pin in that because there's a trio mm -hmm. of elves coming up yes. that we are going to differentiate for you. We're going to mm -hmm. break them down. Mm -hmm. but, and most of them are like about the same. They look like the same age. O older gentlemen, middle-aged gentlemen. It looks like they have every range from like, younger to old men. Yeah, like directly behind Dooley in the shot we're kind of freeze-framed on right now within this minute. Yeah. It looks like a kid. Mm-hmm. Like a high school kid. Well, I mean, how many how many men are you going to find that are under 5'3"? That is a very uncommon height. And, you know, you can't have them that much taller or they won't look like they're elves. They'll just look like dudes, normal people. Dudes in honey suits. I, I think they're a little tall anyway. If they, you know, if they go through all of these elves and they're short men and everything. And 
to me, they don't seem like they're short enough. Like, I think they should have done some work where Santa seems to be taller. You know how they can do the movie magic with the framing? And I think Claus should have actually seemed bigger than what they actually make him out to be. Because I think these are just normal normal sized people, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm also short. Yeah, so all... maybe my 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 <laughs> guideline is a little They were also trying to go for more realism here. Yes. That's like like we said earlier, they there was a conscious decision, okay, they're not gonna have pointy ears. Mm-hmm. You know. So they don't really look that whimsical. They they look like the seven dwarfs. Yeah. Multiplied by <laughs> They just look 20. like people, you know. And they're all dressed in obviously homemade looking outfits. Yeah, that are made by the elves. And there's one in particular, we'll get to him well, later, Yeah, who's in charge of the, right. I don't want to say costumes, but I, guess, I would say outfits. clothing, outfits. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything else about Vendigum lore um, to dive into before I talk about Dooley? Not really, because most of the folklore I came with, it's, they're, um, they're basically all, all the same. There's evil elves and there's, and there's good elves, and I'm pretty sure these are not the evil ones. So, and there's tons of different elves, you know, there are wood elves and, you know, so it's really kind of hard to pinpoint where these ones are specifically from. They're kind of like their own creation, I think. Like they made them up. (laughs) But I can pretty much guarantee that they are not actual uh, folklore from the North Pole because nobody says you can't find Vendigum anywhere. And I even looked in the Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Britannica, and there's nothing about Vendigums in there. So going back to Dooley, here's a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. This is straight from IMDb, so that, that's, my, that's my only source. <laughs> but apparently the name of Dooley was picked because it was the maiden name of David Huddleston's mother. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. He's played by John Barrard. He uh, was born in 1924 and passed away in 2013. He is another British character actor who has a resume a mile long, <laughs> a career spanning five decades. Wow. But right on the Internet Movie Database page, it says his most memorable role was Dooley in Santa Claus <laughs> the Movie. So you didn't have too many big roles then? He uh, appeared in Doctor Who. In 1964. Probably not an episode I watched because I didn't really watch any of the the before 2005 ones. And also skimming through, like he seemed to play like the like the old timey western type mm. characters, but he was he's been in a lot of stuff. His uh, let's see, his last screen credit was for the 2011 film called Swinging with the Finkles, where he played old man. <laughs> so if you've seen it, maybe you'll see Dooley. <laughs> That's all I have for notes. Oh, nice. Okay. There really isn't too, too much to talk about in this particular minute. You know, uh, I think three quarters of it is just Claus and Anya staring off into these orbs of light. So. I was hoping, Ben, you were going to surprise us and say you did a frame by frame head count of every (laughs) elf in this shot for our elf counter. I, I did not do that, no. But, um... You had one job. You are supposed to count the elves. I didn't know it was my job to count the elves. I thought you were going to count the elves. I'm counting named elves in my notes. <laughs> oh, so I I'm, see. So I'm at one so far. <laughs> Duly. 
Well, that's not very fair. You get the easy job. Should we also take a moment to talk about their candle holders? Oh, yes. Yes, their candle holders. Now, in in the book and in the comic, I believe, all of the candle holders are Christmas trees. But in the movie, as you can see, if you're watching the movie with us, they are not Christmas trees. Some of them appear to be houses with like little people around them. Yeah. They almost look like cupcakes. They do. They do. Each can't. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. As the streaming lights came closer, they began to see that each light was a separate candle set into a candlestick that resembled a snow clad fir tree. And each candle was held aloft by a small being that looked very much like a miniature human. And even more like the wooden elf that Claus had carved for Elsa. And the last thing we hear before this minute cuts off is Dooley addressing Claus and Anya, saying that they've been waiting for them for a lot. <laughs> yeah, our minute cuts off right in the middle of Dooley's speech. So we don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> and that's going to wrap up minute number 10. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up this week? think so i am a little disappointed that vendigum are not an actual thing you know like i mean they're not an actual mythical th being you know what i mean there isn't an actual folklore behind them they're just kind of there you know like i wish they would they wish that they actually used a folklore of some sort i think nissie is as close as you're gonna get but i mean i guess they probably had to create their own right you know everything has to be their idea yeah, definitely, because this is, like, them taking bits and pieces of various Santa Claus legends mm -hmm. and crafting what's supposed to be the ultimate Santa Claus right. legend. Right. And I think, you know, even though this movie wasn't a huge success back in 1985, I think over the years, a lot of the Santa Claus the movie, Santa Claus lore, has kind of, like, seeped into everybody's subconscious. Mm -hmm. Because now we just sort of, like, accept, you know, for, oh, oh, of course, a they kind of froze and were discovered by elves and mm -hmm. and then learned the ways of Santa Claus. Right. So in its own way, I think it definitely affected mm -hmm. how people think of Santa. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure we'll talk about more of that as the movie goes along. Yeah, probably. So we got to thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of Santa by the Minute. You can tweet us at Santa Minute on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatever Google's calling their podcast thing at this point in time. <laughs> We'd love to hear your feedback and come back next week for a brand new episode. And as always, you can listen to all our episodes. For free!